Master, there seems to be an issue in the bio lab. Oh, you think? Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, or what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines, you are not cattle, you are men. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. What we've got here is failure to communicate. You can't handle the truth! I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is a war room. I didn't get a harump out of that guy. Just the governor harump. Ever dance with the devil? How about you, you crazy Dutch bastard? What's your favorite scary movie? Which way you feel? Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! 60% of the time, it works. Every time. Would you give me a hand with the bags? Certainly. You take the blonde, or I'll take the one in the crazy. Go ahead. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having women. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. Welcome back to the Secret Lair. I'm Mark, the eclectic dyslexic, and today I'm. What was that? Master, there seems to be an issue in the bio lab. Oh, you think? Let me guess. We have some crazy mad scientist who's created a monster and is running around and destroying everything. Oh, good, you've been apprised of the situation. I was joking. Oh, God, are you telling me that's what's happened? Yes, Master. I've sent Bob Fodder and a squad down to secure the area. Well, I'm glad to know that you're on top of... Bob? Huh, he kept the name. That's good. Do we have any word on what's going on down there? I'm batching you through to your lead scientist, Dr. Gene Splicer. Everything's okay. No problems here. Dr. Splicer, this is Mark, the eclectic dyslexic. What's going on? Just a minor technical difficulty. How are you? Splicer, what is destroying the labs? Okay, I was working on a new mutant and its rage level were more than anticipated. But these things happen in our line of work. My lord, Cameron Section 3 is back on. We have a visual. Oh, good lord. Eclectic dyslexic. It's so good to finally meet you. I'm Dr. Gene Splicer, and I... What did you do? It's really quite impressive if you think about it. I combined the DNA of an average lazy man, a potato, and a lobster, and created the Rock Lobster. That is insane. Thank you. He looks like Dr. Zoidberg on steroids. I'm not familiar with this doctor. Is he a geneticist? This thing is huge. That claw on his right hand is massive. He, 
You say this thing is part potato? I was particularly proud of working that in. He's strong. He's armored. His claw can rip right through steel. But that's not the worst part. Well, then what is? Finally, the Rock Lobster has come back to the moon! Splicer? Yes. What's wrong with you? The subject used to be a super fan. He loves wrestling. He once bought ten tickets to a show and painted a big U on his chest, but he couldn't get anybody else to show up with him, so he just put little index cards on the rest of the seats and spelled out Undertaker. Yeah, I actually remember that show. I was at it. The Undertaker wasn't even on the card that night. That was the weirdest thing there, and they had a baby oil on a pole match. Hmm, Master, you seem to be familiar with this subculture. Perhaps you can speak his language. He's speaking English, Drudge. The Rock Lobster is going to lay the smack down on your Rudy-poo-candy ass! More or less. No, wait, he's right. He may be able to relate to you because of your love of half-naked muscular men grabbing each other in strange positions. You really had to put it that way, didn't you? Sure, I'll, I'll go talk to him. Sometimes I hate being in charge. Oh, good lord, here I go. Bob Fodder, this is Eclectic Dyslexic. Yes, sir. Pull the fodder back. I'm, I'm gonna go in. Yes, sir. Wait for my signal in case anything goes wrong. Yes, sir. Oh, and if I don't make it back, please beat the hell out of Gene Splicer. Yes, sir. Hey there, buddy. You think you can interfere with the Rock Lobster's plan to run amok and destroy everything in his path? You think you can go one-on-one -on -one with the Great One? Okay, where to start with this? Uh, first off, running amok is not a plan. Second, the Great One was Jackie Gleason. And third, what's with the promos? Seriously, we've heard this bit done before, and we've heard it done better. Listen up, you little jabroni. Seriously, stop with the promos. You're not Dwayne Johnson. Why are you acting like this? The Rock Lobster never asked to be like this. The Rock Lobster was content being just an average Joe, sitting on his couch, watching monster movies, watching wrestling, eating potatoes. He never asked to be a monster or think with potatoes. Look, I know this isn't what you chose, but look how big and strong you are. You can do so much. You could be a wrestler if you wanted to. You think they're gonna let a monster like this into Madison Square Garden? I won't lie to you. I don't really see on one of the big shows, but you would do great in an underground league. I mean, you'd tear it up in Monster Brawl. What's Monster Brawl? <laughs> Follow me to the theater. I got something to show you. Mug shots. Yeah. 
Monster Brawl, 2011, directed by Jesse Thomas Cook, starring Dave Foley as Buzz Chambers, Art Hindle as Sasquatch Sid Tucker, Robert Malay as Frankenstein, Kevin Nash as Colonel Crookshanks, Lance Hendrickson as God, featuring Jimmy Hart and Herb Dean as themselves, eight classic monsters fight to the death in an explosive wrestling tournament set inside an abandoned cursed graveyard. Bullet points. Monster Brawl is a movie made to look like a wrestling pay-per-view set in the hillside necropolis in central Michigan a haunted graveyard that has two crypts as the entrances for the fighters as they make their way to the ring. The announcers are Buzz Chamber and Sasquatch Sid, a former world champion. They explain the show has two weight divisions, heavy and middleweight, and has two conferences, Undead and Creature. The Undead Conference consists of Mummy, Lady Vampire, Zombie Man, and Frankenstein. The Creature Conference consists of Cyclops, Witch Bitch, Swamp Gut, and Werewolf. The middleweight matches put Cyclops versus Witch Bitch for the Creatures and Mummy versus Lady Vampire for the Undead. The heavyweight fights will be Frankenstein versus Zombie Man and Swamp Gut versus Werewolf. It is said the winner of each heavyweight fight will go on to fight for the title. The announcers introduced the show's ring announcer and hype man, Jimmy the Mouth of the South Heart, who arrives by a hunchback pulling a wagon. He then steps on the hunchback to get out. Jimmy Hart gives the backstory on how Monster Brawl started by interviewing the creator, Jake Blackburn, who is introduced as a small-time wrestling promoter and horror movie fan. He explains some monsters were invited and others seem to be summoned by an unknown force. Jimmy Hart actually looks bored during this conversation. The announcers interview the groundskeeper, Cyril Haggard, who states the graveyard that the event is held in is cursed, and warns that they are all doomed. <laughs> UFC official Herb Dean is introduced as the Monster Brawl referee. He states he took this job because he hates monsters. He states there are no rules to the matches, and the monsters must fight until one is dead. 
Each fight opens with a vignette narrated by Lance Hendrickson as the voice of God, showing the monster's origins. We see a Grecian island where the Cyclops works as a blacksmith. A messenger brings him an invitation. We see Cyclops train by lifting rocks, splitting wood, boxing, etc. He tells that 3,000 years ago he made a deal with the god Hades to trade one of his eyes to see the future, but he can only foresee death. We then go to a small town in Buzzard Bay, Massachusetts, where a creepy woman is being yelled and cursed at by the townspeople. They call her a witch and a bitch. She cries and tears her home apart until she meets a troll named Grub. Grub states he is a monster trainer and sees potential in the witch. He decides to train her as a fighter and makes the odd choice to tell her not to use her magic. He sets up preliminary matches with the townspeople, where the witch then gets revenge on the bullies of the town. She takes on as her fighting name the moniker Witch Bitch. The fight breakdown showcases each fighter's strengths and weaknesses and gives them each a pre-match promo. Cyclops says he would normally not fight a woman, but this witch is a bitch, and once he's done with her, Hades is next. Grub and Witch Bitch state that they have a whole bag of tricks for Cyclops. The announcers also give a little more backstory into Witch Bitch, saying that she used to have a warlock partner, but he was burned at the stake. Herb Dean tells the fighters to keep it clean, and then calls for the bell. Witch Bitch gets the early advantage due to her speed and dirty tactics, including a kick to the groin. Herb Dean pulls Witch Bitch to the side and tells her to keep it clean. This allows Cyclops to gain the advantage and beat Witch Bitch in the face with a hammer. Apparently, that is not against the rules. The Grub gets into the ring and hits Cyclops with a chair. Herb Dean takes him to the side and gives him a warning. Witch Bitch pulls out a meat cleaver and slits Herb Dean's throat. She continues her dirty tactics, including spitting poison mist into his face and eye gouging. Cyclops gets Witch Bitch into the corner and finishes her off with a laser eye attack, melting her face. Grub gets into the ring to attack Cyclops, but Cyclops knocks off his head with an uppercut. The next fight is between the Mummy and Lady Vampire. This starts with a vignette of a warehouse worker in the Metropolitan Museum in New York City. He's loading crates. One of the crates breaks open, a mummy comes out and kills the warehouse worker. The news states that there is a mummy on the loose, showing the security footage and identifying him as King Kafka. The next backstory goes to a manor in Transylvania, where a special agent Lawrence Dunn is on a mission called Operation Holy Water. He enters the estate and finds a woman who states she has lived there forever and is the last of her kind. Dunn tries to arrest her and she lunges for him. He winds up shooting her. While he is inspecting the body, she gets up and attacks him. He runs off with a bleeding neck wound. The two combatants give their pre-match promos. Lady Vampire states she longs for death, but no one can defeat her. The mummy grunts unintelligibly. There is translation in the bottom in Egyptian hieroglyphs. As they walk to the ring, Buzz Chambers says he's rooting for the vampire, because he's hated mummies his entire life. There is no other explanation to this given.
Mummy and Lady Vampire are evenly matched until Mummy pulls ashes out from underneath his bandages and blinds Lady Vampire with them. He then knocks her out with a sleeper hold. Mummy leaves the ring and breaks off a wooden stake. He almost stabs her with it, but at the last second, she wakes and knocks the stake away. Lady Vampire fights back with some quick hard shots. She knocks the mummy into the corner where he grabs his amulet and shoots sun rays at the vampire, burning her face. <laughs> mummy then rushes Lady Vampire, but she throws him out of the ring. She smashes a tombstone over his head, then kills him by ripping out his heart. The next match is in the heavyweight division. We start in Silver Spring, New Jersey, where there is a hunter out at night. He remembers being camping with his pregnant wife, and while off getting firewood, she is attacked and killed by a werewolf. The hunter tracks down the werewolf and kills it, but not before is bitten and becomes a werewolf himself. The next backstory is presented as a nature documentary from Marshfield, Louisiana, for a creature called Swampgut. Swampgut is a monster that finds fishermen and paralyzes them by spewing a slime attack that attacks the nervous system. This then allows him to eat his prey. We learn there are only 10 swamp guts in existence. The two fighters give their pre-match promos, but like with Mummy, Swampgut cannot be understood. There are subtitles, however, that state that Swampgut is angry because of how nature is being destroyed. Swampgut is bigger and stronger than Werewolf, giving him the advantage. He hits Werewolf with one slime attack, but misses the second. This allows Werewolf to make a comeback. Werewolf concentrates his attack on Swampgut's stomach. Sasquatch Sid says he hasn't seen an abdomen attack like this since King Hippo back in 88. Werewolf does a diving splash from the top rope, popping Swampgut. We then go to a military base in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where a Colonel Crookshanks arrives and we learn is working on a secret illegal experiment to create a super weapon, Zombie Man. <laughs> Zombie Man is chained to a wall, and Colonel Crookshanks orders Corporal Briggs to release him, even pulling a gun on Briggs to make him do so. Once he does, Zombie Man turns on Briggs and eats him to the delight of Colonel Crookshanks. From there we go to a secret lab in Germany where a Dr. Igora brings a stitched together man to life, whom he names Frankenstein. Frankenstein awakes and calls Dr. Igora father. As Frankenstein comes to the ring, Sasquatch Sizz states technically it's Frankenstein's monster. That of course is if you want to be a about it. Buzz says that Zombie Man reminds him of a younger, healthier Sasquatch Sid. Frankenstein overpowers Zombie Man, but doesn't know how to kill him. Igora tells Frankenstein to crush Zombie Man's head, but when attempting to do so, Zombie Man takes a bite out of Frankenstein's arm. It is established that Frankenstein cannot turn into a zombie, since he is technically a zombie himself. <laughs> zombie Man starts getting control of the match, but Dr. Igora enters the ring and hits Zombie Man in the back of the head with a pipe. Colonel Crookshanks then enters the ring and hits Dr. Agora in the back with a hatchet. Frankenstein gets very angry at the death of Agora and throws Zombie Man out of the ring, then crushes his head with his boot. 
The death of Zombie Man causes the dead in the Necropolis to rise, and they go after Frankenstein. Frankenstein, however, scares off the zombies. The zombies continue their attack, overpowering Colonel Crookshanks, and one manages to bite Sasquatch Sid on the hand before Sid can shoot him down. Cyril Haggard shows up with a shotgun and clears out the rest of the zombies. The final fight is between Werewolf and Frankenstein. Frankenstein, with his size and strength advantage, overpowers Werewolf. Werewolf attacks the legs in order to compensate. During the match, Sid slowly turns into a zombie until Buzz is forced to shoot him down with his own gun. Frankenstein squeezes Werewolf's head until you hear bones crack. They announce Frankenstein is the winner, and he takes the Monster Brawl Championship belt. But Werewolf comes back to life and attacks Frankenstein. The two continue to fight through the graveyard. Werewolf thinks he kills Frankenstein and takes the belt. But Frankenstein comes back and rips Werewolf's head clean off. This ends the fight. Frankenstein takes the championship, but before making it to the crypt, the seven-foot-tall Colonel Crookshanks comes back as the new zombie man. The movie ends with the two of them in a standoff. There's a stinger after the credits where Jimmy Hart is on the phone insulting zombies as one steps up behind him and drags him under the ring. Super Villain Beatdown I'll be the first to admit it. This movie is not for everyone. Not all wrestling fans are going to like it. Not all horror fans are going to like it. But if you like wrestling and monsters, or just want to see which monster delivers the best pre-match promo, then check it out. Tombstone! 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 Not the wrestling move. She actually hits him with a tombstone. Pro wrestler Courtney Rush plays Witch Bitch. She later went on to play Rosemary the Demon Assassin in Impact Wrestling. I love that she plays a monster who becomes a wrestler, and in her career she portrays a wrestler who turned into a monster. Dave Foley plays a wrestling announcer. Lance Hendrickson plays the voice of God. Mick Foley is a pro wrestler, and often during his matches the fans would chant, Foley is God. Using this equation, we see that Dave Foley is Lance Hendrickson. Why don't the monsters have entrance music? Witchy Woman? Born on the Bayou? Feed My Frankenstein! That one's just obvious! Tonight's top story, the promoter of Monster Brawl, Jake Blackburn, had a sit-down with Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees to try to get them to agree to a rematch. Blackburn is survived by his wife and son. You know, the guy who played Zombie Man in this went on to play Pong in his underwear in his mom's basement. You know, this wrestling promotion has killed more characters than WWE, but far less characters than Lucha Underground. God bless you, Robert Rodriguez. Rogue's Gallery. I'm going to invite you to a show. But first, allow me to destroy your gallery. So this Rogue's Gallery is a bit different than normal because we don't have a single, clearly defined villain. The Monster Brawl was designed to have the most evil monsters face off in a battle to the death. So every competitor in the Monster Brawl is an evil monster. There are some that are more sympathetic than others, but still, the fact remains that these are creatures that are evil by nature. Frankenstein is probably the most sympathetic character, but he freely admits to the evil deeds that he does. Therefore, 
This rogues gallery portrait is our first group portrait. The secret lair proudly adds the portraits of Werewolf, Frankenstein, Zombie Man, Witch Bitch, The Mummy, Swamp Gut, Lady Vampire, Cyclops, and a special edition of Colonel Crookshanks as the new Zombie Man into the rogues gallery. So what do you think? You got the size, the strength, you got the potential to be the best Monster Brawl champion of all time. Well, let the Rock Lobster tell you this. It doesn't matter if you're a zombie, or a mummy, or a Frankenstein, or a werewolf, because the Rock Lobster is the most electrifying monster in wrestling today. He is the most vicious of the fishes, the crustacean sensation. What are you gonna do when the Rock Lobster lays the claws on you? If you smell the lobster cooking. <laughs> That's great stuff there, champ. Tell you what, you go with the doc and he'll get you medically cleared to fight. I'm gonna go call the promoter of Monster Brawl and we're gonna book your first match for you. That was a great job you did there, boss. I tell you, if you... You sedate the hell out of that thing and then put him in cryo storage until we can figure out what to do with him. Excellent work getting that under control, master. We have the warbots working on repairs. <sighs> Thank you, Drudge. I'm gonna go lie down for a little bit. I believe that wrestling show that you like is on. <laughs> no, that's okay. I think I'm just gonna go read a book. As the man once said, you either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. When life gives you the tools to be the bad guy, it's important to try to be good. Make someone smile. Make someone laugh. Share your favorite movie with them. And if you need some shelter from the villains of your life, then make sure to join me back here, in the secret lair. This is Mark, the Eclectic Dyslexic, signing off.